Yo, 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 what's going on people, it's your boy G-Man and Jess, I'm back for another 5 minutes with G, um, this is vlog room number 2, but before I get into that, I just want to say a big shout out to the PT family members, so that's a big shout out to the Straight Shooting LJA, Jesse Fizzle, JBK and Nathan Arsenal, also I want to send a shout out to JF Doodles for this wonderful masterpiece behind me. Um, as soon as I saw it on Twitter, I was like, boom, I have to cop that. You know, he was selling it, I had to cop it. So I just went straight to his website. But people, um, please add him on Twitter. That's um, J-F-D-O-O-D-L-E-S, J-F Doodles. Um, his name's Jamie Falker, from what I can see. Also, I want to send a big shout out to Paul Dawes, who helped conceptualise and create our logo for us. Follow Paul Dawesy on Twitter. That's... Um, basically at d-a-w-e-s-y-2-8-0-1 that's dawsey2801 and people i just like to say also please subscribe share and like our videos um and turn on the notifications so when these videos drop you will be the first to be notified okay so getting into my topic for this week's five minutes of the g i'm going to be talking about var and how it's messing up the game yes people var is messing up the game um i'm not gonna sit here and lie <laughs> you know what i'm saying say i was never excited about the introduction of var because you know i'm not gonna i'm for, for years i've been an advocate of bringing v, uh, video technology to the game and helping the referees you know <laughs> come on we've got to think about it it's been needed since 1966 <laughs> let's not forget jeff hurst and the, the you know the ghost goal and uh, yeah the world cup his ball running himself back. Yes, no, no, the linesman says no. The linesman says no. It's a goal. I'm not going to get into that because I don't want to cause any tensions out there for people. But, oh, shut your mouth, it went over the line. But you know what I mean, you know what I mean, and you know where I'm coming from. VAR's been needed, referees have been needed the help. And, um, yeah, we've been speaking about it on Pitch Talk for, you know, ever since our existence. Um, just listen to this clip from 2011. But going back to the referees and the linesmen and that, if you want respect, respect is not given, it's earned. And if you're getting the simple things wrong, it's hard to respect you. And these, and these are not happening once a game every two weeks. This is three, four times a game with Arsenal's game. Two, three times. I mean, I'm not excusing the four, throwing away a 4-0 lead. There is no excusing that. No, but, at, but at the end of the day, it's, hey, to me, that's the, to me, that's, that's the shtick. That's the way, that's the way it is. Well, the way, I, the way I see it, they need to introduce video technology and they need to introduce it soon. Yeah, but would that necessarily clean up the problem? And because at the end of the no, day, that but, might no, cause no, no, more no, trouble no, with no. the offside stuff. Anyway. No, it would, it would aid the problem. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's going to be sticky situations where, the, for the first time, they're not going to know how to deal and react with it. But you've also you've always got to have a problem to know how to react with a, a, a future problem. So, 
video technology. Go on, sorry, Jess. No, I mean the only thing I was gonna say about it is, you know, I'm I'm for video technology. It's a matter of how it's gonna be implemented. And the problem with football is it's not like American football or, for example, rugby, which is a very very stop start game anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Football, a lot like basketball, is a very very continuous, you know, high octane, high paced game mm. with lots and lots of action. Well, also bear in mind that the football empowers that be your morons as well. But, but That's always got to be how, factored how, in. How about they do this, lads? They get a, rather than having an extra three guys running up and down the lines here yeah, behind the goals and stuff, stupid stuff like that, why don't they just get an extra guy sitting at a television watching the match and um, whispering in the referee's ear? Oh, they do have that. So, people, you heard there, you know, we had a, a little mini debate on VAR. That's in one of our Pitch Talk rants, which you can find on YouTube. Um, and, you know, we, we all had our concerns, but I, I can say that we all had a common consensus. We always knew that, you know, VAR was going to be a, a good introduction to football or at least be able to help referees in football. Um, when you just think about it, you know, the referee is out there by himself running a whole match with 22 players running up and down. Okay, he's got his two linesmen, but the fact is that whenever an incident happens... Um, the referee only sees it once there and then and back in the days you can imagine and I'm saying back in the days like it was way off quite off it's, it wasn't <laughs> back in the days is like the last Coroba Cup match because um, <laughs> yeah we're using VAR in some competitions and VAR is not being used in other competitions I've got three main issues with VAR my first issue is communication I feel that um, with the introduction of VAR, um, what it has, it's, it's created a sort of bubble between the referee and the players and the fans. So when a decision is being made, the referee is basically talking to someone from Stockley Park. No one knows what the referee and the VAR assistant are talking about. My issue is like, why can't they open the channels of dialogue up so everyone can hear it? I'm not saying like everyone needs to hear it every single word that VAR and the referee are saying throughout the match but I mean for key incidents where the game actually stops why can't they just open up the channel so we can hear exactly what VAR are saying you can hear exactly what the referee saying back to VAR so we all get a, a picture of like oh, okay so they're actually looking at a free kick which happened because so-and-so has hit so-and-so um, but right now it's all guesswork and yeah it's, it's quite frustrating I don't know how you feel about that yourselves but for me it's frustrating watching the game just know, not knowing what's happening my second issue with VAR is I feel like um, VAR has come in and taken control of the game rather than help assist the referee and I, I don't know if you get the same sort of feeling but it's like almost like the referee's shying away from making big decisions now um, and basically just relying on VAR to make that decision for them when really and truthfully VAR is meant to be there to assist the referee is it not? so I, I just assumed like when VAR was going to come to the forefront of the game it would just be one of those things where a referee would be in a hard spot not know what decision to make and then be able to say look to someone in the earpiece look can I um, sh is it worth me going to look at the TV screens just to have a, a further look at that. And then someone from the from wherever, Stockley Park just say, might say, yeah, well, we've had a look at it several times. I, I do suggest that you go and look at the TV screens. Bam, simple, done. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, But at the moment, there's just like all this reliance on tapping the ear and oh, um, 
it, it seems like the referee is like, oh, so what, what What? do you think I should do? Like, and it's, it's confusing because it's like, mate, you're in control of the game. They're just there watching it on replay. They can, for, for me, it's like they can give you a guide on, you know, what's happened. But please, ref, just go and look at the incident yourself on replay. Do you get me? And make your own decision. Like, at the end of the day, you are the referee. That's what you're getting paid for. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's my issue with it. Because it's like, us at home, we get to see it trillions of times on replays, slow-mos, um, from all different angles. Do you get me? And that's always been the issue. Referees have never had that in their lives. Like, they've just seen it once and they made a decision. So, now we've got V video technology. Why doesn't the referee just use the video technology? Not just use VAR, but use the video technology at the sidelines and take onus on making the decision himself again i don't know how you feel about that but just please let me know and lastly it's just the 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 hotbed of inconsistencies which is happening at the moment which is absolutely frustrating like don't get me wrong it's quite fun seeing you know var make a bad decision when it's not your team it is but you know in hindsight, you know, when it happens to your team, it's not fun at all. Do you get me? You, honestly, you want VAR to be consistent across the board, all matches. You know what I'm saying? You want VAR to be basically treat all incidents the same. You don't want different decisions happening in different games. You don't want different referees making different decisions because that's always been the issue. Like, everyone's always saying football is subjective. Do you get me? And different people see it different ways. Well, if you've got laws in the game, then the laws really shouldn't be subjective. We should, everyone should be following the same laws so we can at least have the same outcomes on the same sort of issues. Am I wrong? Am I right? Please just let me know. But, you know, and I'll just use a few examples right now. Yeah, for instance, Abamyang, yeah? Two different incidents involving Abamyang, yeah? One last year, he he committed a, a, a horrific challenge on Max Meyer of Crystal Palace, yeah? And, you know, it, it's one of those ones where the referee at the time, I can't remember who it was, gave Abamyang a yellow card for the incident. And, you know, as an Arsenal fan, it was like, okay, cool, it wasn't that bad of a challenge when, you, when you've just seen it once, but... Then after VAR decided to get involved and they reviewed the incident, it took them about six minutes to come to the conclusion that it was a horrific challenge. And to be honest, once seeing it again in slow-mo, it was like, oh, that was a dirty challenge. He should be gone. Knew it from the first time I've seen it. They had to watch it six times. I don't know why. But still, they got to the right conclusion. It was a red card. He was sent off. Fair decision, in my opinion. Yeah. But when we fast forward to um, the 4th of October 2020, you see that Abamyang now is fouled in a very similar incident. Sanderberg comes in with a, a very nasty challenge. Um, very, it's very similar in that the studs were showing it straight on the ankle. Abamyang falls to the ground. Do you get what I'm saying? He was in pain. But it's like the referee basically just, um, I think it's Lee Mason, just gave the yellow card. And VAR didn't even intervene. This is what's confusing. VAR didn't intervene. So on one incident, whether it's a year ago or whether it's one game ago, but in one incident, they intervened for that sort of challenge. And then in another incident, they overlook that sort of challenge. Like, 
that's confusing. Like, to me, it just... It's frustrating, and I'm not going to lie. I look at incidents like that, and I'm thinking, corruption, like, what's going on here? Like, at the end of the day, like, how can you just penalise one team or one player and then not penalise another player for the same thing? That's just one incident. Um, But anyway, yeah, Man United versus um, Tottenham. So... Basically, Lamella and Martial have a set to Lamella elbows Martial in the face, which I don't think anyone saw at the time apart from a couple of players. But then Martial taps Lamella on the face, yeah, and Lamella goes down. So now there's a big altercation, you know, it looks like Martial's thumped Lamella. But however, the referee at the time now has just basically sent off Martial after the, you know, all the little pushing and little handbags getting thrown by the players. and But Martial is, you know, adamantly defending himself. Like, do you get me? It's a little tap on the face. Okay, cool. So he's got sent off. VAR intervening in this one, yeah? So they have a look at it. They decide that Martial is the, an offender and they send him off. Cool. But technically... They should be sending off Lamella because he elbowed Martial in the first place, which is still violent conduct. But they decide that it was okay for the referee to give him a yellow card. Now, I'm confused. How can that even be? Like, two players come to a set to both basically want to f- throw hands and elbows. Do you get what I'm saying? If you're going to send one off, you've got to send both off. Like, is that not the case? Like, how did VAR come to the conclusion that Lamella did not use violent conduct on Martial in the first place. I I, I would love for someone in Stockley Park to explain that one to me, how they came to that conclusion. And again, when I look at it, I look at corruption. Because at the end of the day, what else can you look at? Because it's like, you're, you're making one decision for one team and you're making another decision for the other team. And like both players did basically the exact same thing. So... That's another incident. And now, here we go with a further incident about VAR. Um, just a, so, Jordan Pickford, you know, basically puts a horrific challenge in on Virgil van Dijk, which, you know, ends up injuring him. Now, okay, the referee's blowing the whistle beforehand. Like, Jordan Pickford basically is rushing up for a ball. Virgil van Dijk's running to it. Um... Essentially, the referee's blown for offside before they've come to their collision. But Jordan Pickford, in a reckless way, has like sort of scissor tackled him and you know got like basically connected with his leg and essentially jarred his knee. Van Dyke's gone down in a crumpled heap, and you know nothing's come of it. And it's like everyone's just scratching their heads, thinking that is that not a foul ref, regardless of whether. The whistle's been blown. Isn't that not a foul? Has a man not literally just injured an opponent through a dirty challenge, yeah, on the field of play? And the explanation that we're we're being given is, oh, well, you know what? The whistle's been blown. It's happened after, you know, um, basically um, the game was in progress. And it's like, regardless of whether the game's in progress, what messages are you sending out? Are you literally saying that, yeah, if... The referee blows a whistle for a foul and then an opponent punches another opponent. The referee can't um, reprimand the opponent because it hasn't happened whilst the game's in flow. Because that's that's what I took from that messaging. 
honestly, because the referee's saying that he can't... And, and, and the worst thing, sorry, I, I'm putting this all on the referee, but we're talking about VAR. VAR, watch it again, and you telling me VAR can't intervene and say, like, they've intervened in the Aubameyang incident, like, they've intervened in the um, incident with Lamella and Martial. So, you telling me, VAR telling me they could not intervene, yeah, and say, oh, well, you know what, that is a um, red card offence. Is that what they're literally telling us because the referee had blown the whistle? Come on, man. Where's the common sense with this? Like, where is the common sense with it? Like, this game is being televised to millions across the globe, yeah? And you're telling me that these simple decisions can't be made via VAR because of stupid little technicalities. Yeah. I I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And, And... and this is probably going to stress Liverpool fans out the most, yeah. And LJ, you know, I know you're probably going to do a vlog about about VAR. And you're probably going to do a vlog about um, the, these incidents, um, the Liverpool ones, Liverpool ones especially. But the offside, that was absolutely ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I don't know about you people, but when I see them lines come up on screen and they started to do these dotted lines off the armpit and the fingertips... I just, I just laugh to myself because I think these people are crazy. And it's coming back to the fact that no one understands what's going on. Like, you can draw all the lines on the screen that you want and, you know, from different angles, you can make players look onside and offside. So I don't care what they want to say with those lines, you get me? If you, if you, if you turn the camera, like, by 30 degrees <laughs> to the left or 30 degrees to the right, you can make a player look onside or offside and you can draw a line all you want. So... It comes back to the point of me saying communication. Communication is key there because if they were actually telling everybody literally what they're looking for, you know, the, the, they could be talking about the millimeters and you know the fractions of centimeters that players are on and offside, and they could actually talk you through it. People will probably be onside and be saying like, oh well, you know, it is down to the science of it and blah blah blah. He is off by thirty millimeters, but at the moment you're just drawing lines on screens and showing people, and it's like, what the hell's going on, mate? That looks onside, you get me? Where's giving the striker the benefit of the doubt in, in that situation? And all, oh, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, VAR is absolutely looking clownish. And the, the worst thing about it, yeah, that was, to, from my point of view, yeah, that was a perfectly great goal by Liverpool to score. You get me? Um, and that would have given them the victory against Everton. And game ended 2-2, obviously. But it's like, just looking at it, it's... Again, I can only point to corruption because at what point does um, VAR then decide, oh, we're not going to intervene on the foul on Virgil van Dijk, but we're going to intervene on a perfectly goal-scoring opportunity. Let's have a look at that. Like, When does VAR decide that they're going to have a look at things and not have a look at things? You get what I'm saying? Because are you not meant to look at everything? Is that not what you're there for? Do you get me? Are you not watching the game like everyone else? How does VAR work? Because I'm watching the game and I'm I'm pretty sure when I watch the game and I see an incident, <laughs> yeah, and it's a bad incident, you know what I'm saying? I want to see the replay so I can make a decision whether, you know, what my initial um, feelings were about that incident was true or not. Do you get me? And that's how these the debates start. But VAR, <laughs> it's like they're making stuff up as they go along and people... <laughs> I'm just going to end it there. So like I said, yeah, communication... Referees losing control and the inconsistencies is what gets on my nerves about VAR. VAR is brilliant 
if implemented rightly and Jesse Fizzle said it if implemented rightly but right now it's stressing me out VAR's getting on my nerves and I don't care things are looking very corrupt 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 um people but you know before I go I just want to ask the question um how do you feel about VAR do you feel it's messing up the game um how do you feel they could make better decisions using VAR what could they change about VAR and also like what's one of the worst VAR decisions that you've seen so far since its implementation but people I'm out I'm gone have a great time see you next week you won the better one than your girl has focusing on fickle things going through the thicker things see the bigger picture girl I'm working for the bigger things miss me with the bickering shit gets sickening don't you see this king girl just come over and win with him girl I'll play